Welcome to Sunday Scripture. I'm Andrew Darling, the Director of Junior High Ministry and Faith Formation here at All Saints Catholic Church and the host of our show. Each week we will have a new reflection from a member of our ministry staff reflecting on the meaning and impact of the Sunday Mass readings. Readings can always be found by going to usccb.org and clicking Daily Readings, then finding the proper Sunday. Today's reflection is given by Paul Bianchi, our Director of Youth, Young Adult, and Family Ministries. Paul will be sharing his reflections on the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time, September 27th, 2020. Welcome. Today is the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. So we have readings from the prophet Ezekiel, uh, Paul's letter to the Philippians, and we're continuing with our cycle uh, in Matthew's Gospel. So Ezekiel is kind of a contemporary of uh, Isaiah and Jeremiah, and he's looking at the exile, but he's looking at it from a very different perspective. See, when the exile was beginning, they took the men who were most useful to them, right? Like the strongest warriors, the best doctors, the most intelligent minds. So Ezekiel was actually exiled, and he was watching the destruction of Jerusalem from outside. And there's this conversation that happens where uh, the Lord is saying the people say that the Lord's way is not fair and so God comes back and he says wait is it my way that is unfair or is it your way that's unfair see when the virtuous turn away from things that are of good virtue and do wicked things they die but when a wicked person turns towards virtue and gets things right and just, they have life. You know, we've talked a lot about the last couple weeks, forgiveness and mercy and what is just and unjust and and fair is one of those words. I I talk about this with my kids all the time. They talk about what's fair and what's unfair. You know, like my older sibling got candy at school today and that's not fair. Well, you also got donuts at school today. So is that fair to them? We, We have an idea of things that are fair and unfair. That's very personal and very relative to our own situation. And we've all heard the term before that life is not fair. Imagine these people who have turned their back on God so many times and so many times, so many prophets, so many stories, so many things where God has given them opportunity to turn back to him. That God, the creator of the universe, who made the entire world just for us, for mankind, is being called an unfair God because we do wrong. Not because he does anything wrong, but because we're doing things wrong. And so there's this conversation with Ezekiel as as Jerusalem is, is falling and God is again saying, if you stop doing all of these things and turn back to me, you are my chosen people. But instead, they turn and they say, well, this isn't fair to me, God, that I just can't do whatever I want to do. That's not fair. Right. And then we 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 jump to Philippians. And again, last week we talked about this. The the community that Paul is writing to is men who are, are likely retired soldiers from the Roman army. He's talking to them again about Christ. And and again, to them, Christ would be Caesar. And he says, brothers and sisters, if you have encouragement in Christ, uh, Jesus, any any kind of love and, and, and participation in the Spirit, then what 
you have to do here is you have to understand that other people are more important than yourself. So again, go back to what Ezekiel was saying about fair. We think of fairness as fairness to us, not to the people around us. And so Paul is trying to address these people and he's saying, forget yourselves for a second, but remember those around you. Humbly put others before yourself. And then he says, think about it from the attitude of Christ Jesus. This is something that's going to totally shift the perspective of these men, that, that Christ to them, king to them, was Caesar. This is a man who was looked at as the most important figure in, in the world with the Roman Empire and everything that was going on around them. And instead, he says, think about Christ, who, though he was God, did not seek equality with God. Instead, he empties himself, empties himself and takes on the form of a slave. He takes on human likeness and all that that means, all of the pain that we have. Jesus weeps. We know that he suffers, that he feels pain, that he feels hurt and broken, all of these things. And he takes on our form, our human likeness. Does that sound fair that God would do that? That's where the mercy comes in because it's not fair, but God is willing to do all of these things. And so God who created the universe to be in a relationship with us sees the wrong that we're doing and sends himself, his son, down to earth to take on the sins of the world, obedient to death on a cross, the most humiliating death there could have been. And these Roman soldiers know that, that crucifixion is the worst, most shameful form of death. And yet, Christ empties himself, becomes like a slave, becomes human, and dies on the cross so that every knee will bow and his name will be raised above all names. It's not fair that the God of the universe had to do that, but it's love. Love is the reason that he did that because of the relationship he wants with us from the very beginning, even to this day now. And then we have Jesus talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the Pharisees and Sadducees, they tried to catch Jesus in different things all the time, these, these traps, where they would uh, say things that, that would seem to be controversial uh, to Jesus to try to get him to say something that they could use against him. And so he asked, tell me your opinion on these things. There are two brothers, and the father says to go out and work in the vineyard, and the first brother says, no. And then later in the day, he goes and does it because it's the right thing to do. And the other brother says, yes, I will, but he doesn't. And then he says to them, so which one of them is, is right? And the Pharisees and Sadducees, well, they say, well, clearly the, the one who actually went out and, and did the work. And Jesus says in reply, yes, amen, amen, I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going to enter the kingdom of God before you. So why does he say that? What would prompt Jesus to say something like that? And, and Jesus is very clear and somewhat stern in what he says. Pharisees and Sadducees, you're, you're the brothers who said, yes, I'm going to go out and do the mission of the church, but it failed because you haven't gone to all of the people. You continue to stay in this mindset and you wait for the kingdom of heaven because you think it's fair to you. 
that because you are given this opportunity of privilege and this opportunity as the Pharisees and Sadducees to share the message to the ends of the earth about this God, but you don't do it because you think that something's owed to you. You think something's fair. And yet the kingdom of heaven will be given to the tax collectors and the prostitutes before you. Because our God who sent his son, who humbly came into the world as the form of a slave, he went to the tax collectors and he went to the prostitutes and they didn't want to hear his message. And then they started to see what was going on and they realized that it was truth and they began to follow him. But when he went to the Pharisees and Sadducees, they listened to him in the temple. They heard his teachings. They knew who he was. But then they got afraid and they stopped listening. And they said, this man has no right to come in and do these things. He can't heal on the Sabbath day. He can't cast out demons. He has no authority to do these things. And even though they said yes, they let him speak in the temple and they let him teach, they never followed through with the work. And even though the tax collectors and the prostitutes, the outcasts of the community, denied Jesus at first, they slowly began to realize who he was and they followed him. Life isn't fair. We, keep, we don't have all the answers to things and so often we think that we deserve something because of who we are or what we say or what we do. But if you go and you look back at what we were talking about last week of my ways are not your ways, God looks at you and he sees your heart and he hopes that your heart is seeking him the same way that he is seeking after you. God looks at you and he doesn't say, this is the sin that you've committed. But he looks at you and he says, this is my child who I love. I can count the hairs on their head. I can feel their heartbeat that I am madly in love with to the point that fair is not a thing. That if you take the wickedness away and turn towards virtue, you will have life with me everlasting. But if you're going to take what is virtuous, like it says in Ezekiel, and turn towards wickedness, there is only death. It's only that life without him. And we have Christ who humbled himself and died on the cross because life is not fair. Life is a relationship with God, and that relationship is love. So the challenge for all of us this week, absolutely um, myself included, humble ourselves and put other people before us. If we, if we start to figure out how to make things good and just for other people, then we will have what is good and just in our own lives. If we turn away from the wickedness and, and towards virtue of loving one another, then we won't focus on what's fair to us, but we'll focus on what's good for everyone. And if we treat everyone with that same kind of love, then we are modeling that humility and that sacrifice that Christ made to other people by putting them before ourselves. I know it's something that I absolutely need to work on. I hope this week you'll work on that with me. From all of us here, uh, we ask that you continue to keep us in your prayers, and we are praying for you as well. God bless. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Sunday Scripture. Be sure to join us again next week as we talk about the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. If you have any other questions about All Saints Catholic Church, please check out our website at www.allsaintsdallas.org.